When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What do we do with him? How can I tell her? How can I say a thing like that to Lee? I can't. I'd rather tell her he died. Jerry, maybe I can help you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Manscaped. Manscaped, the best there is when it comes to men's below-the-waist grooming. Go to manscaped.com, enter promo code CONFIDENTIAL, and you'll receive 20% off your order plus free shipping worldwide. Guys, unlock your confidence with Manscaped and always use the right tools for the job. Go to manscaped.com, enter promo code CONFIDENTIAL for a 20% discount plus free shipping. Manscaped.com. Hi, this is Stuart Pankin, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Phil Rosenzweig is the author of Reginald Rose and the Journey of 12 Angry Men, the first biography of Reginald Rose that also uh, provides the backstory of his magnum opus 12 Angry Men as well as the backstory of Rose's second best known work of television that being the uh, long-running legal drama The Defenders starring Robert Reed and E.G. Marshall Reginald Rose and the Journey of 12 Angry Men available wherever books are sold through Fordham University Press as well as Amazon.com. Before we went to break, Phil and I were talking about the interesting relationship between The Defenders and Perry Mason. Two totally different shows. They were both very, very popular at the time, but they were very, very different shows in style and format and approach. As Phil pointed out before we went to break, The Defenders very much sought to present a realistic look at our legal system, what really goes on inside the courtroom while also humanizing lawyers and judges outside the courtroom while also tackling topical legal issues such as abortion, free speech, and capital punishment. Perry Mason, of course, very much a formulaic show, occasionally prone to histrionics, but that was part of the formula that made Perry Mason work. In a lot of ways, that has to do with the differences between Reginald Reginald Rose and Earl Stanley Gardner. I I mentioned uh, before we started recording, when I was writing my book on Perry Mason, like you, I spent a lot of time at the Margaret Herrick Library, and I got to know Gardner because I read all of his memos. And um, Gardner, by his own admission, did not understand how television worked. He was more interested in telling a good story. And the one, the one thing he was very vigilant about was the procedure, ma- ma- making sure that you know the, the the courtroom drama was as accurate as possible, and at least in his in, in his presentation of proce- legal procedure. Um, 
not necessarily making sure they covered certain topical issues, but uh, he was very vigilant in that respect. And, and both shows, I understand, were water cooler type shows among lawyers in real life. Maybe, maybe they didn't talk about it the same way, but they would, they would talk about it on Monday morning. Did you watch Perry Mason over the weekend? Right. Okay. Or just as just just as did you watch the Defenders over the week? Sure. And the Defenders did have that kind of water cooler, not just water cooler. I'd say living rooms. I, I think yeah. part of what Rose wanted was to have a show that would have people in their living rooms in their neighborhoods talk about the issue. So it was not just the law; it was the law trying to bring into conversations some social issues and. As you say, it, it won uh, the Emmy Award for Best Drama three years running. I had to look up. I thought, why didn't it win the fourth year? And the answer is because they discontinued that specific award. Yeah. Uh, but they they won as Best Dramatic Series for three years. Many episodes won. Directors won. Writers won. And I think, you know, for somebody who was an expert in television, uh, you must know that a lot of what happened later, the L.A. Laws, the, the practice, the Ally McBeals, uh, the Boston Legal, a lot of those shows, Stephen Bochco, David E. Kelly, they really look to the Defenders as the uh, the, the one that blazed the trail. Very much so. And one, one other takeaway that I was very interested in when I read uh, Reginald Rose and The Journey of Twelve Angry Men is the Defenders, and you tell me if I got, you tell me if I'm misremembering this. Rose made sure that there were at least two plausible outcomes uh, for each case that was discovered, you know, um, uh, and again, this is this this is this is part of it being a work of drama, where you know Marshall may say, okay, we got to go in this direction, but then but then in the second act or in the resolution, he comes to realize, okay, this is actually what happened, and um, that's that's it's it's very challenging to write one outcome, but to but to come up with two possible legal outcomes. In the course of a drama, I mean that's 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 a high that's a hard bar to meet. Well, it's certainly the case that um, that the Prestons, uh, father and son, did not win all of their cases. Yeah. I'm not quite sure that he he fleshed out how they could either win or lose, but uh, he wanted to have a certain realism. Unlike, I mean, again, uh, Perry Mason was in a, in a sense a formulaic show. It was a wonderful formulaic. It was show. an idea. It was an idealistic show. Okay. It was an idealistic presentation of the law. Yeah, I think so. And uh, I think Rose tried to do things that were maybe a little more realistic. He had one show. It was, I think, the the first show of the second series. It was called Voices of Death. And you have these wonderful voiceovers where you hear what the lawyer is really thinking, what the judge is really thinking. And they might look very confident in their manner, but the voiceovers indicate the doubts they have, the worries they have, and that that willingness to pull the shade back and add a level of humanity and show that the legal system really is as good as the flawed people who make it up was very much something that Rose was trying to do with the Defenders. Shout Factory released the Defenders on DVD a few years back. If you have a chance to uh, sample some of the episodes, you definitely want to pick up a copy of Phil Rosenzweig's book, Reginald Rose and the Journey of Twelve Angry Men, available wherever books are sold through Fordham University Press as well as Amazon.com. What are you working on these days, Phil? Oh, 
Oh, boy. Uh, well, I'm working on trying to bring this book to a little more uh, broad attention. But I don't, have another, I don't have another project quite so soon. We'll see what happens with this one. Uh, you mentioned Shout. I, I actually, they came out with the first season on DVD, but they have not done seasons two, three, and four. And I, and I think that the, the, the series really hit its stride in seasons two and three. The first season's a little bit of a mixed bag. So I mention this because if anybody uh, has the ability to encourage the folks at Shout or anywhere else to try to get years two, three, and four up and, and available, that'd be wonderful because it's a program that was very important, very influential, but uh, is not that easy to find right now. When I was at the University of Wisconsin, which has the Rose Archives, they had these reels, uh, you know, old reels, uh, so I could watch them on film. And at the Paley Center in New York and probably the, the Paley Center in Los Angeles, you can see them as well. But they're not as broadly available as we might like. And I think that would be a wonderful thing if, uh, if, if they could be made more available. Well, all we could do is word of mouth, and we'll see what happens. But in the meantime, Phil Rosenzweig devotes about three or four chapters uh, to the backstory of the Defenders in his book, Reginald Rose and the Journey of Twelve Angry Men. It, it is the next best thing to seeing the show because it really— <laughs> it, it, No, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. I'm serious, you know, because in a lot of ways I feel— as though I have experienced the Defenders, at least the key episodes of the Defenders, even though I've even though I've not had a chance to actually watch the show in quite some time. Yeah, and I think it does that. So thank you for that. Okay. I appreciate that. All right, uh, Phil, we'll have you back again soon. Okay. Thanks so much, Ed. Thank you. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at tvconfidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.